0: Hey y'all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm joined by Jonathan. Hey, hey y'all, and Squeaks, Squeaks. All right, today we're going to be doing. Uh, we're going to be going over the, the DC fan. We're going to be going over the DC fandom. We're also going to be talking about uh, EA's uh, backslash, or backlash over the uh, ads thing. We were going to do that last week, Jonathan, but I totally spaced on it. Uh, we're going to be going over Ubisoft and stuff like that, and then all the awesome announcements out of Xbox. They've really been killing it this week. Uh, giving PlayStation a true run for their money. Uh, before we do that, though, I want to give a shout out. We uh, just joined uh, this app called Ghana, or it's a website, I guess. too, Ghana, um, this is India's version of Spotify, and so we just joined them, uh, and they're very welcoming and been really cool about it and like that. And holy cow, uh, India has come out in, in droves, and uh, we've already we've had listeners in India. Uh, I'm assuming I think it's from Spotify they were listening to us with. Um, but now they are they're coming out quite a bit so we want to say thank you guys very much there was a problem where i was like man all of our episodes are just spiking right now except for the newest one which we talk about um the problem with china and india uh like india was banning the apps i was like oh that's gonna be a hot one over there i i've messed up a setting so india didn't get that episode <laughs> i fixed the setting this morning india i hope you guys enjoy the new episode uh and uh appreciate you guys coming out for that that's pretty cool it's it neat to see all these new uh, listeners joining us. Uh, okay, so let's get into some uh, some of what are you guys playing, what you guys are watching. Uh, Squeaks, what have you been watching? What have you been playing, man?
1: What I've been playing is Marvel Avengers. Definitely. <clears throat> and you know this because we've always uh, been playing it together. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I wanted to share with you, I am having these uh, horrible experiences now with uh, the game crashing on me after really? I complete a mission or during a mission now. So yeah. that's frustrating as shit when you're you know everything you just done is just gone <laughs> yeah so. it's it's
0: been doing stuff like that for me as well really weird problems where uh yeah even just like loading up a thing where it's like oh we're in looking for group and then i'll have people join and then when i get in there it's companions only or it's very weird that it's yeah. still this bad
1: it, it's weird but i'm definitely enjoying it uh watch yeah. wise i'm watching a lot more uh <clears throat> a lot more anime right now so into uh naruto and okay. uh uh yeah that's the one actually i'm killing right now cool. and sailor moon going back to oh, sailor nice. moon days yes yeah, nice. yeah.
0: <laughs> what about you john what are you watching um <clears throat> not much
2: new i've been re-watching avatar lately um i did just go watch uh the new mutants last night which was pretty oh. good um and i've just been playing x4 foundations and Raft a little more
0: Ooh, we'll get you in on a, on a quick uh, new mutants review then since yeah. I, I hadn't had a chance to go out to do that Uh, remind us by the end of the podcast to to talk about new mutants in case we forget um and then you what were you playing you were playing that new game and i I keep forgetting the name uh x4 foundations x4 foundations yeah uh how is that so far you've gotten a little bit farther into it
2: that's hard i I didn't spend a whole lot of time this week probably just a couple hours playing it Mm -hmm. um but it is difficult to to get a grasp or to really dig into like i haven't even started doing any missions yet Uh, I'm still just learning how to pilot a ship and stuff like that. So it seems like there's a lot in trading and um, just like farming and stuff that you can do. Right. And leveling stuff, but I I still haven't really gotten too far into it yet.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah. uh, um, For myself, I'm on the last season of uh, The Last Kingdom. Uh, They just killed off my favorite character, so I'm real mad at the show. And uh, I tried out Crusader Kings 2 last night. I'm going to try Crusader Kings 3 this week. Uh, I was... It's just so many things that I was like, how do I kill people? I just want to kill people. And Scott's over there uh, coaching me because he's big on the game. And he's like, well, you have to properly manage, you know, your finances. He's like, I want to go to war with somebody. And, you know, it's all about, like, prepping yourself. So there's that. Uh, Mostly just kind of waiting for, um, oh, I've been playing Avengers, but mostly waiting for Shadowlands. Avengers is going really good. My favorite character is definitely Black Widow. Uh, Squeaks, yours seems to be Hulk, correct?
1: Uh, It is. It is.
0: Uh, and then for watching – or for um, watching, I've also been watching uh, um, Peaky Blinders again because, you know, I have to do that every few months. So just watching Peaky Blinders again. Um, okay. Now into the Audible ad, guys. Uh, go and check out Audible.com – AudibleTrial.com backslash GeekFreaks. Join us. Our book club is going to be on the 27th. That's when we're going to record the book club. Uh, and we're going to be um, talking about Sandman, which is an Audible exclusive uh, our next book, I'm deciding for you guys. We're not going to do a vote for that one because I watched the trailer for Dune and it got me so excited. So the mm-hmm. next one's going to be Dune. Uh, did you guys see that trailer for Dune? I, it blew me away.
2: I just yeah. watched that this morning. That looks really good. Yeah, uh, it kind of makes me want to go back and read the books. Well, you
0: could, you're going to be yeah. able to the book club. That's <laughs> the time, yeah. yeah.
2: But yeah, I was thinking that when I was watching, I was like, man, I and mean, I've heard of the books. I know they're well known, and popular. Yeah. Uh, but
0: yeah, that trailer made it look really, really awesome. Yeah uh i now i'm not familiar with the original movie or the books have either of you guys seen the original movie
1: no no i never even heard of it until now to be honest not mm-hmm. even the books
0: yeah I, I know that like there are some fans of the books that are like how i am with game of thrones they're like real uber fans and just can, can't get enough of it uh so i'm excited for us to kind of delve into that world and and uh, freshly step into there It uh, should be a lot of fun uh we also have a playstation event coming up september 16th at 1 p.m uh, pacific standard time we're going to be streaming that on our stream as well, so you guys can come by and visit us as we're watching that, uh, whoever's online, and kind of giving our... So, basically, we should be getting prices and release dates. As soon yeah. as you get a release date, guys, you're going to be able to go out and pre-order, uh, so that'll be really exciting. Because um, I keep calling GameStop just to be like, come on, you guys got to know something by now. Uh, give us a little heads up on that. And oh, they're we're too to busy,
1: uh, they're too busy packing boxes and uh, shipping to other GameStops that are staying in business.
0: Yeah, we're gonna be talking about that in a bit. It <laughs> that's is that's harsh. I it know. is getting rough. I was just about to buy GameStop stocks too before the the you know news article started coming out because I was like, oh man, for like three bucks I could own GameStop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and uh but yeah, I, I had an idea that like, oh, the new new generation of systems coming out, so the stocks will bound up a little bit, right? And no, that is not the case there. Yeah. After that news article came out, I was like, nope, nope, nope. Those are plummeting. Nope, plummeting no, no. Alright, let's get into some news, guys. We hear that Thanos will be back for a future Marvel movie. Uh, Kevin Feige came out and said this during a recent panel. Uh, it, it it won't be either of the two Thanoses that were killed. Like, It won't be like, oh, they're brought back or anything like that. It's not like that. Uh, it's likely going to be in, in an earlier time and it'll probably be Eternals, possibly a Nova Core thing. Uh, which would be really cool—a good way to bring it in Nova. Cool. Uh, and Josh Brolin himself says he wants to be back as Thanos. He really likes the character, and so he's he's anxious to come back. Uh, what do you guys think about Thanos returning to the MCU in a kind of look-back episode or a movie?
2: Uh, I'm wondering—are they gonna—are they gonna try to rewrite his character to be a good guy? Like, are they trying to show a different perspective of him, or is it gonna be the same Thanos that we're already you know hate for killing half of humanity?
0: We might get a movie that explains why he's mad, why he's so angry, why he's, you know, out there to take out half the universe.
1: Well, it depends. Uh, then that Thanos, if you go back to the comic books, is basically just to impress the woman of death or death right. herself. So it was kind of like, okay, well, are you really going to make something that's based off of that? Because what's the backstory before Thanos? For that? I don't know much of that. So. Mm-hmm. um but to have Thanos come back i'm not really looking forward to it i think it's time to move on with a different villain um and we've talked about it plenty of times i'm i'm hoping to see a um a uh, doctor, doctor doom, doom. Yeah. kind of be the next big one um so i I'm, I'm good with Thanos he's done like let's move on in life
0: yeah i would love to see doctor doom come back or to to you know be introduced into the mcu i think they can handle it correctly uh, i think he is the most underutilized villain uh, yeah. in the mainstream uh, but for Thanos, if I could see him coming back in the Eternals as just kind of like a small cameo kind of thing, he is kind of, he is an Eternal. It's, it's so sort of the deformed version. I can't remember what they're called, but uh, he does have like the same genetic code as him. I think his mom was human or something like that. Uh, so there is something there and, and we could see him in the Eternals movie, which would be a nice little way to kind of give people a perspective of who the Eternals are as if they were like Thanos is of their ilk. You know, kind of give them an idea uh, since that's the only tie in we would have. Uh, to to our current MCU. All right, uh, Walking Dead. Are you guys still watching Walking Dead, by the way, before we get
1: too far, Jonathan? No, <laughs> no I can't do I, it anymore.
2: I yeah. was just talking to somebody uh, a couple days ago about it, and they're saying that they're finally watching the last couple seasons, and I told them, like, yeah, you know, when the whole Negan thing came out, that just killed it. I stopped watching it altogether. And they're like, I know, I know, that really, that season was just kind of messed up. But once you get past that, it actually got pretty good again And that their current season is really good, so... I'm going to have to give it another
1: shot. What yeah. Negan thing are you referencing? Like, just his character, period? or
2: When they introduced him, that first episode where he spends the entire episode pacing back and forth with a bat in his hand, that just, just totally ruined it. Yeah, They're trying like to every pump up his character like way
1: too much. I feel like every episode's like that. Like, uh, just drawn out and drawn out. And then it's a pattern. They f- formula. They follow every season. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: as a person who still watches the show, uh, the first five seasons had a <laughs> had a very distinct pat- a pattern. pattern. Uh, they then stopped there doing a little bit, kind of started looking back at the source material through the comic books, the Robert Kirkman comic books that are, you know, fantastic um, yes, and are. started using them as the source for everything. Again, there, there are certain things that they're pulling you know away from, but they are kind of sticking with that. Um, Negan is better than he was originally. Uh, I think, I think now we're getting that storyline of where Negan's trying to find his new place in the world. We're definitely missing some big characters, you know, uh, we're missing rick we're missing carl stuff like that but i think the show is better than it has been in a long time i think the whispers were the right choice um casting wise and just like you know they're they're at a point now where there's kind of like the stalemate between the two of them just kind of just not to give any spoilers away where it's like ter- uh, territorial problems now i really like that so uh if you guys haven't been keeping up with walking dead i don't blame you the show's definitely lost its way there and it's lost a lot of really great characters I suggest you go back and check it out. Now the writing is is pretty good, solid right now, um, and I think the characters are better better written now than they have been in a long time. Even characters like Eugene, I'm liking Eugene's character. I never thought I'd say that. Uh, but, yeah, so, then,
1: um, can I ask you some questions? Then, of course. Um, where, where? Okay, so Rick's gone, and is is the movie still happening for Rick? Like, are we going to get this Rick movie? Yes, still?
0: R- the okay. movie should still be happening for Rick. Yeah.
1: And then, where if I hopped on? Obviously we're with the whisperers. Where are we at right now with everything? Is just Daryl and Carl still Carol, I mean, still doing their thing.
0: Yeah, a lot of Daryl and Daryl and Carol are still doing their things. Uh I would suggest hopping in at season nine. Mm. Uh you could go a few episodes in, but really basically just start at season nine. Uh that's when we get the start of the whispers. And it's kind of like yeah. Negan's, you know, faction is done. Although Negan is still around himself. His faction is done. We're past that phase. Uh where it was just like they were trying to do so much that it was kind of getting messy and the whispers were kind of a nice little soft reset really you know the okay. death of rick as quotes um that was probably the best reset the show could have done they actually fast forward five years after that and then we kind of got like this is what's going on now and it's a lot more like game of thrones where not well i don't not that well done but with like the politics of like who do we trust he'll you know stuff people trying to help themselves out
1: and then uh, I'm pretty. I got pretty further in the uh, the comic books because I mean the comics are great. Um, mm-hmm. Negan, are they treating him like the comics where he's locked up in a jail cell, kind of having communications with yes. Carl and stuff like that? Okay. Is okay. well,
0: yeah, yeah, but we're post the Carl now, um, uh, but he's yeah, still in the right. jail cell and he's still kind of like uh, same thing with like a, um, the Fire Lord too in, in the Avatar comic books where he's like an advisor now to current leaders because he's been through mm-hmm. it. You know, saying it's kind of a weird neat okay. thing right, okay. going on. Okay. So we have confirmation Walking Dead will be ending in 2022. Uh, That'll be the 11th season, and uh, we know that they're making a spinoff as well. It'll be a Carol and Daryl spinoff. In the 10th season, they do talk about, like, oh, we should just go on the road and, like, visit California and stuff like that see if there are other people out there like them. So I can kind of see, like, a road trip movie. Currently, Carol's using the bow and arrow a lot now, and he's using the crossbows. Really good duo. Uh, they're the last of the original yeah. crew that has been around all 10 seasons and uh, it will be 11 at the time and, uh, and have the most growth too, because you had Carol, who was like this, you know, battered wife who was trying to just survive. And you had Daryl, who was this, uh, brother that lived in the other brother's shadows. Uh, so they're both kind of now these characters that are self depend, self-reliant and, uh, and can really lead. Uh, so it'd be nice to see what they can do. Are you guys interested in seeing the spinoff of those two characters? Jonathan, what do you think, man?
2: Yeah, not, not particularly. I know a lot of the fans really cling to them specifically, but I think them without the whole team, the whole group, is a lot less valuable or a lot less interesting to me. Yeah. but I'm, I'm sure some of the fans would probably say they want to see that, but I think actually watching it play out won't be as good as it sounds.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point. And I wonder if what we'll see is as they're moving along, I kind of hope, this is what I'm hoping for, I kind of hope it's like the old Hulk TV series where Hulk would go from like place to place and like help people out and then like be on the road again, wandering. and like, So they would just go from civilization to civilization. We would meet a new civilization. They would help with a Negan-type problem, then move on to the next one in like, San Antonio, and then uh, Carson City or something like that would be kind of fun. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Squeaks? Uh,
1: I'm not really looking forward to much. I think we need a, a whole new series, and I think where I'm going to go, and I've explained it multiple times as well, is uh to see one of how it all started yeah and i like we talked about before we thought fear of the walking dead would have been that that season for us instead of just oh this is you know the start of it mm-hmm. i really want to see how um how everyone got affected and what was the whole politics and uh reasoning behind or accidents whatever it was yeah so uh to me uh carol and um daryl just feels like it's gonna it's gonna be just a continuation like nothing really new at all to me
0: yeah, I totally agree with you there. I I would like to see something where I think we have one with like the kids. There's like a bunch of teenagers. It's like a teenager version of Walking Dead. It's going to be more about the actual turning phase. But it would be cool to see like how did how did the politics happen? Like how did China do with with a zombie showing up? How did it go down in uh in South Africa and stuff like that where they have a whole different infrastructure than we do. Um what do they do? Do they have like okay, so view South Africa would you have people then flee into Northern Africa where it might be less populated, but then people are trying to live amongst the Serengetis and like that, that's a cool little thing that, I mean, we're right now just, we keep checking out Georgia and, you know, Washington area. It'd be cool to kind of let's go on to the next thing, you know, I think it'd be really yeah. neat.
2: It'd be interesting to see did like, did one country start it or, you know, did at least they think it started in one country. So someone like Russia or somebody like that decides to just nuke that country at some point, but then they Ooh. find out it's already too far spread. And, you know, it doesn't contain that's it. Good. But then that whole civilization just got nuked too. There's possible. a good chance that, like, yeah, they bombed that, the hell out of the cool country. That's kind of cool, actually.
0: I <laughs> okay, but I think it started at the CDC in Atlanta. I thought we learned that from the mm. show in the first season. But I'm not positive. It's been so long. Mm. Ten years ago, yeah. you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd be uh, cool to see, um, like, what I was trying to explain. Like, we already know the uh, story of Resident Evil, right? T-Virus got out, whatever the heck. Okay, so that's pretty much what I want to see in the Walking Dead version. Yeah, get some confirm- yeah. confirmations. And nuke a country while you're at it
0: there you go <laughs> I it. Sure. shit uh, jonathan you're the one that's going to know uh more about this than squeaks i think but we have venture brothers it's finally been canceled uh it's 17 years it's been on the air seven seasons uh and, and it's a shame because season seven kind of set up like a new rebirth to the entire franchise so it's a real shame to see this happen at the end of season seven we we learned softly that um rusty and the monarch are probably brothers and they're probably the venture brothers not necessarily mm-hmm. the kids or jonas jr and you know it actually probably the monarch and rusty this whole time which makes sense when you look at like their combative nature combative nature the entire time to explore that story uh what are your thoughts on this show man i mean I, i'm gonna miss it I, it's one of those things where it's like a new season would come out every three years it would take a long time mm-hmm. but it was always a treat when it came out
2: Yeah, it's a great show. I don't think I've seen the last season, though, uh, especially now that you're explaining that that part of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think, I mean, it'd be a great show if somebody can pick it up and just keep going with it or if they wanted to do uh, spinoffs. This is a great show to just make like two or three. that doesn't have to be super high budget, but just a couple good spinoffs would be awesome. Like a backstory for Brock Samson or something like that.
0: Yeah, I really like that idea. Or I would like to see one that's just just about the, uh, what is it called, the Guild of Calamitous Intent or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Just I love anything to do with them. It's really great, especially when they do like the old timey stuff, where they're like, "Oh yeah, it actually was a good thing," and then it became a bad mm-hmm. thing. Uh-huh. Uh, it's such a good somebody. I was I was reading an article where somebody was talking about how like this is basically an MCU. Like you have that many characters kind of going on and stuff like that, Uh and to tie back into each other. Um But anyway, so in the announcement that was done by a few of the guys, including the guy that plays Rusty and stuff like that, if you read it carefully, it does sound like. Going on to better things. And there is some speculation that might be picked up by HBO Max. Uh, if it is, you know, HBO has been really pushing this HBO Max and they're putting a lot of funding behind everything. They could really run with this. And we could actually get a whole new burst of seasons coming out. Like they would actually make make it towards not just two guys working on the show. Um, I think HBO Max is a really good uh, a home for this. And they actually own all the DC stuff. So we could see some like cool comic books come out of this with Warner Brothers. I would totally be reading a Venture Brothers comic book. What do you think, John? Yeah, I
2: think that'd be totally worth it. And and it's got a fan base, so hopefully yes. people will just be out there and petition and, and push it. If enough people ask for it, they'll make it.
0: It's funny because yeah, over 17 years you think like, oh, it's gotta gone it's had to have gone stale by now. But when the news came out on Twitter there was a lot of people who was just like, oh, it's such a shame. This is my favorite part. So there's definitely a lot of like Avid fans that have kind of just stayed quiet, and they were starting to come out once the announcement came out. It was really cool.
2: Yeah, and they're one of those like uh, pop culture, like phenomenons, like uh, Rick and Morty, that you see them at Hot Topic and stuff like that every once in a while. So I think there's that you know pretty strong fan base that if if they were to re-release or start over or, or make new seasons on HBO, they'd definitely get their money's worth out of it.
0: Yeah. So check out uh, check out Venture Brothers, guys, if you haven't yet. It's it's definitely good. I, I you had a really good point there with the Rick and Morty. It's that level of writing, um, but just for yeah. much earlier on. So you guys should check that out. All right, let's dive into DC Fandom. Explore the multiverse. This is the sequel to the event we had. I think it was on August twenty second. Uh, have you guys had a chance to really check a lot of this stuff out? It's had so many bugs and problems. John, uh, squicks, did you did you check it out?
1: No, because when I was trying to check it out, when I would go on uh, DC Fandom, uh, nothing was like available for me to look at. So it, all that was shown is uh, a replay of like a. Uh, like the day one highlights uh, and then every time i try to click on something else it never would happen so yeah i was having issues myself
0: you're not alone in that they've had a lot of issues uh, especially with the initial launch it just got overwhelmed and it was crashing they kept putting out tweets you know explaining that it'll be up eventually it, it was up last night when i had a chance to really look into it all uh, so we have a couple of little things that that i thought was of interest uh, but it's so much stuff that it was really hard to consume it's over 100 hours of content that you could be wow. watching, but the only it's only available for 24 hours, and they extended it by two more hours, and it's like that's cool, but again, 100 hours of content, so it's really hard <laughs> to hop around. Uh, did you like the way that it was set up? This like theme park look of like, oh, I'm gonna go check out this world and that world, or do you instead like a stream where they're just gonna be boom announcements after announcements? Which way do you do you prefer?
1: I would love to have the, the to do the theme park uh, look because then it's kind of you know like you're in place of the convention itself. Yeah. Uh, to make it somewhat feel like you're there. But at the same time, if it's not going to work, then, I mean, come on now, you know? Yeah. If you are going to have a bunch of bugs, then what's the point of doing all this? That's
0: true. This is, it's easier to mess this up than it is just a stream. And they definitely did in the beginning. It was, it was a mess. Uh, so let's go over a couple of different things we had here. Uh, we found out that Wonder Woman is being delayed till uh, December. It was originally going to be released on October 2nd. This is following the very weak performance of *Tenet*. They put that out in theaters, and then it was just—it basically bombed. I heard something around like twenty million uh, for a movie that they were expecting to be a blockbuster. So, uh, have you guys heard much about *Tenet*? Are you guys wanting to go out and buy it, to check this out? I haven't really heard anybody. I see barely
2: it. saw a trailer for it, but I haven't heard any good or bad reviews on it. Right? At
0: all. Yeah, it's been really quiet.
1: I'm, I'm super looking forward to watching it, but at the same time, I mean, don't you kind of expect for it to somewhat bomb for the situation that we've been in right now? Yeah. Like. Like uh, Jonathan, you saw New Mutants and what movie theater did you see that in?
2: I went to the Drive ins.
1: Oh, Drive Ins. Exactly. Okay. Well shit. Yeah. Then if yeah. there's no drive-ins, that's... I know there's some AMC theaters that are opening up or already open up. Uh, but other than that, that's okay. One branch of theaters that are open right now for a limited
0: opening space. Up to 25% capacity here in California. I yeah. wanna say that's the number right now.
1: So even at that, are all theaters or just AMC? I
0: I'm not entirely sure. I do think it okay. is. I, I kinda think it might be all theaters.
1: Okay, yeah, I know. I know everything's kind of opening up a little bit more here, but even at that, like twenty five percent of the theater that could be full at one showing, you know, I mean, come on, would would you expect to pull the numbers like if everything was normal? Yeah. So, yeah. So,
0: they're putting they're pushing back Wonder Woman. I wish they would just kind of release it on HBO Max. Why not? Um, but that's what they're doing right now, kind of like they did with Mulan. Uh, Mulan did have a weaker. This is kind of a side thing. Mulan did have a kind of a weak opening as well, especially in China. They expect China to be a big boom for them. It had a terrible showing in China, so, you know, it, it's just it's COVID. It's one of those things where everybody's gonna be losing money right now. We just got to get past this, and play it safe. Uh, it's just a shame, you know. It's just another one of those things.
1: I do want to point out one thing for me, for uh, because I no, I wasn't really looking forward to Milan, but it was uh, the audience audience reviews. I mean, I know yeah. the I'm just gonna say it. Rotten Tomatoes. Like you got some contract with Disney. You always bump up their scores. I don't give a shit. That's my theory. Yeah. But uh, you have those audience reviews. And they were pretty bad. I was talking to other people, and they're like, "Don't waste your money." So Jonathan, Jonathan, read for too. us
0: and gave us a, gave it a C minus.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's not and good. It's for It's gonna Disney. be free
2: to everybody with Disney Plus on December fourth, I think. So Dang. might as well just wait and watch it then. Yeah, I agree. I'll do
1: that.
0: Uh, okay, so we uh, we found out Young Justice season four is in production. It's gonna be called Phantoms. Young Justice is very good. It's basically older Teen Titans. Uh, really good cast though behind it, and uh, should be watched. We found out that the new batwoman season is underway they are starting their filming already i believe they film up in toronto uh they said that not only are they getting the new batwoman there because ruby rose quit uh but they're actually getting a brand new bat suit and a brand new origin story and like that so it's gonna be whole it's like a reboot of the entire series
1: oh wow that's that might be kind of interesting then i thought they would just continue off no yeah they're they're doing so
0: it's it's actually they're creating a brand new character for it too it's not going to be somebody from the comic books they're making a whole new batwoman Uh, So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. Also, Superman's getting a new suit for the Superman and Lois Lane show coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow Season 6 announced that they're getting a new hero called Esperanza Cruz. That might have been the actor's name. Now I'm thinking about it. (laughs) I have it in the notes (laughs) as Esperanza (laughs) Cruz. Sounds like a cool superhero name. Uh, She's going to be a telepath that can communicate with aliens. That makes sense for Legends of Tomorrow because everything's crazy on that show. Uh, Doom Patrol just got renewed for Season 3. It'll be coming to HBO Max, basically confirming the end of DC Universe. Uh, we have some new stills from the Batman. They continued filming for a bit there, but it's on pause right now as uh, Robert Pattinson gets over COVID. Uh, with the new stills, we got to see like the detailed stitching in the helm in his cowl, and it looks like it's like this leather bike helmet almost, like you know, motorcycle helmet from the old days uh, with leather stitches. So you guys can check those out. I'll post them up on the website. I haven't done that yet, but I will. Um, one cool thing they were doing is they're streaming Static Shock throughout the day for free. So you guys could watch old Static yeah. Shock episodes kind of hyping up the idea that Static Shock is coming soon. They're they're making the movie for that. Uh, it's in development. Uh, and then we found out that uh, Superman writer Brian Bendis, uh, he's going to be leaving the comic this December. This is kind of a big news because he's had a pretty long run in writing the comic books. And uh, people would, I would argue that this newer Superman has kind of been like a rebirth of the character himself. I understand only rebirth, but... Uh, he's really kind of taken the reins and made an a, a interesting character. And it's hard to make Superman interesting because he's invulnerable to everything about Kryptonite. But he's done a really good job of like his son and the emotions with Lois and stuff like that. Like, There's more to the character right now. Uh, he's worked for 17 years at Marvel and then joined DC in 2018. Uh, he has 75 issues over Man of Steel, Action Comics, and Superman. He's uh, also leaving are his, partner, uh, his artist partners, Joe uh, Prado and Ivan Reese. And uh, there's no word on where they're coming from where they're going or who's taking over. But in December, uh Action Comics one, uh, ten twenty eight and superman twenty eight are gonna be the last of Brian's comics. And they're actually gonna wrap up all of his running stories. So those two are gonna be collectors items. So in December, guys, head out and pick those up. That's Action Comics ten twenty eight and superman twenty eight. Uh it's great to see, you know, the work that Brian's done, and I hope that they give him the reins on something big. I mean they had he had Superman. He had the big one, but you know. He's one of those guys that's like, man, I was just enthralled by all these different... This new hope that was brought to the character. And uh, it was a really good, you know, post Zack Snyder kind of feel. That was really nice. And I, I hope he does well. Um, of DC Comics, anything of, that I would mention of note to you guys? I know, was, to me, this this sec- the sequel to the fandom was really kind of eh, lackluster compared to the first one. Jonathan, what do you think, man?
2: Yeah, there's nothing that was really yeah too exciting really worth uh the weight of the intention it was just meh
0: yeah just meh yeah what do you think what do you think speaks
1: yeah a little upsetting because uh we were also psyched because we got to see new stuff for the batman movie and whatnot and we actually got to see new things like the gotham knights and uh, the harley quinn uh video game so to come out here and you talk about some of the shows that's nice but you didn't uh, get that wow factor and you know I'm gonna keep saying it but I still want my green lantern so like oh, you yeah. could have came out and dropped a bombshell like that at the same time so uh yeah it's like you saved all your you put all your eggs in one basket for the for day one and then day two it was just whatever
0: yeah I totally agree with you i liked the format it's just that the content wasn't really great uh mm-hmm. give us more batman footage and you would have done just fine but you
1: just didn't have that. <laughs>
0: All right, we're moving on to some unfortunate news with GameStop. We teased this earlier. They're closing additional stores. Back in March, the company announced that they will be shutting down 300 stores. But on a recent investor call, they explained that they're going to be actually closing down 450 stores and more in 2021 than the 450. So the 450 is supposed to be closed this year. They're going into Christmas season with two new consoles coming out, and that's what's happening. So that shows how dire things are over there. Uh, GameStop previously announced the a change in the uh, store design. To, to make it like a more of an experience thing. We've talked about this in the past. Uh, in doing that, they don't need as many stores open. So that's kind of one of the reasons that they're doing all this. And it's just a shame. I mean, I, it's one of those things where I know this sounds like such a loser thing to say, but I'd be like, I'm just going to swing by the GameStop, kind of look around and just bullshit about video games for a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? Have you guys ever done that where you just gone in and kind of talked to them about video games? What do you think, John? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And to me, like, I don't, I don't go to buy consoles. I mean, hardly ever will you... That, you know, buy a new console, mm-hmm. um, and I usually don't buy new games in store. If I buy a game, it's you know, been a while. But I do like how you can go through there and browse used games. Yeah. So I wish you know I'm kind of disappointed that they're going to be closing because of that. And like you're saying, you can just you know talk to the the employees. They understand a lot, or you know play a lot of different games and stuff like that, or you know other customers in there. So I think it would be really cool if they partnered with like a, a well-known coffee shop or something like that and turned all yes. all GameStops into a cafe, you know, you could have a couple little like uh, arcade games in the corner somewhere and you go in, you get your coffee and you can browse the, you know, comic books and the, you know, uh, game magazines and look at used and new games and buy a new controllers or something while you're there. And then you get the little vibe, you get to look at the cool stuff and, they have a way to continuously make revenue. They have right. content to entertain people and product they can still sell.
0: That's a good idea. They they were talking a while there, too, about bringing in comic books. I didn't quite like the idea because I feel bad for the local comic book shops. Um, but I like the idea of a coffee shop. Yeah, tie-in order like Jamba Juice. Man, I would, I'm would i down yeah. for some GameStop and got Jamba Juice, especially with the pumpkin All spice. Right. Guys, go check that out. It's called the Pumpkin Smash. Um, but yeah, that's a good idea. I like the idea of this, this revamp of the store, but at the cost of so many employees going without work, it's unfortunate. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and we found out that because of COVID, they actually had a better year than normal. Uh, last year, they lost $673 million. This year, they only lost $470 million. So it shows like it was a little bit better, but I mean, we're talking about, you know, some huge losses here uh, for the company. So... It's sad to see GameStop go, but I just don't think it has much longer. I think it's on its last you know, five years, maybe. Even that, it's probably going to be done. Um, what do you think, Squeaks? Is this just a, the, the way of the digital world now?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, basically it is. Really, that's I mean, kind of like the number one cause. Like, why go out anymore when everything is digital? And the only thing, like, I was just at a GameStop super recent. And the only thing that I get physical is Nintendo products. And yeah. really, I was in there uh, looking for that new Mario collection. Because I heard so much talk about it. And I know there was, like, limited time. And I was like... Is this already out? But then he explained to me that it comes out actually this Friday. Yeah. Um, so he got me on a pre-order. I was like, Well, whatever. I'll just pre-order here. Then. <laughs> guess, what,
0: guess what, guys? But, we got a we got a review coming from Squeaks in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, so it does suck to see, uh, suck to see this, but I think you know, kind of like your coffee shop uh, jump juice idea, it would be kind of neat to see them partner up with like a esports thing or a yeah. uh, PC thing where they could bring in new uh, um, products to to try out while you're there. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, uh like you, you know, you just go in there and have a conversation with somebody or whatnot. I just like to go in there and see what new things they have because they also had a bunch of collectible stuff as well. That's uh, true. Uh, so it's nice Pops. just to kinda of browse and you know, even if you know weren't looking for anything, you're like right there and I'll just pop in and see what they have and anything new. Um yeah, super unfortunate, but it's kind of the way life is going right now.
0: It is. And I and know. the idea of creating an, an event, a place to visit just for the environment is a good idea. But I think it needs to be a, maybe we should start this up, like Gig Freak Shops or something like that, but a place you'd go to where you have some arcade, maybe some retro arcades, video games for sale, comic books, Funko Pops, collectibles, um, a coffee shop as well. But kind of like, that's what GameStop used to be in a way, where it was like a place to go hang out and just check things out. Remember, it reminds me of Borders. We had the Borders around here, the bookstore, that kind or of thing. Or
2: that uh, Oblivion Comics up in Sacramento. Yes. Not that kind of you know, they they sell some some food and they have a little bit all the pop culture stuff and a bunch of comic books and space to just sit and check them out and visit with friends. So yeah, boy, I can't, cool I can't I can't wait for that to stuff. be
0: fully open, man. I Oblivion Comics is a good shout out. Yeah, they man. had they had a heck of a – I think if the Kickstarter's done, but um, they had their windows broken recently and they actually raised funds to get those replaced. So that's pretty cool. Nice. Um, nice. If you guys are in the Sacramento area, check out Oblivion Comics. Can't suggest them enough. But it'd be cool if they sold video games too in there. You know, kind of make it a yeah. one stop shop. Mm. Yeah.
2: So if uh, GameStops, we could assume they're they're eventually going to close down completely. Mm-hmm. Um, you could still buy, you know, new games and a lot of this merchandise in different places, uh, especially like uh, Hot Topic and stuff. You could buy the little pops and whatever. Right. But what you can't buy and can't do is sell used games, right? Where else do you bring used games? Right. So that's what I'm thinking is, do you think Amazon or somebody else is going to pick up that mantle and start start a program for buying and selling used games and consoles and stuff?
0: That's a good idea because I was gonna say eBay, but it'd be kind of nice to not have to worry about eBay anymore. Because even that's getting anymore? Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. So if Amazon, <laughs> so, I know they have like a thing where you're able to buy used, but make it towards an mm-hmm. easy re- like a exchange. You know what's a good idea is they have they partner with Kohl's, so you're able to go to Kohl's yeah. for all your returns. Go to Kohl's, say hey, look, my yeah. disk isn't scratched, trade it in for a value, and and be good to go. I think that's a good yeah, idea. I was gonna
1: say because the return policy is fairly easy because uh, I have returned things to Coles before, so if they just keep it that that way, um, give it like a I don't know a week inspection of the game, make sure it's working, and then mm-hmm. just put it up there and you can buy it as used.
2: Yeah, I would say you send me a you send me a prepaid box. I put whatever I have in there and send it to you. You open it up, you assess it, and then you credit my Amazon account with whatever that trade in was worth.
0: Only problem with that, this has happened, I'm sure to all of you guys as well. You go to GameStop with that Halo game that you beat a few years ago, they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll give you oh, a yeah, buck twenty-five for a dollar twenty-five. Sure. I'd rather have it sit on my shelf. I don't want to send you." You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of the hard yeah. part too, because then there's gonna be things where you're like, "No, I'm not gonna take a nickel for something." You know? Yeah. So it's a little tricky.
1: Uh, then uh, I think eventually it'll just phase away. There'll be no more used games to buy anymore. True. Yeah. Eventually we're gonna so. go all digital.
0: It's just hard for because if you're in the rural areas, you don't have the internet to support that idea. But it would be nice if at some point that is the case. Yeah. Alright, EA got into some more trouble. Uh this time over um EA's UFC 4. The fans, you know, they spent 60 bucks on this game, and then all of a sudden this there's ads that started popping up. It was for the boys. And uh so let me kind of set the scenario for you guys, right? You're playing your match of 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 whatever UFC, and then in the center of the ring it shows the boys, like AMC's of the boys, or I'm sorry, Amazon's the boys. And then when you're watching the replays, it would like shift over to a uh transitional screen that shows the Boys as well. And then while you're watching it, there's a little score on the bottom and then a box will pop out like on football games as well. does the same thing. Um, pops out and it says The Boys on that. And then transitions back to game. Guess what? Transitional screen. The Boys. And all this stuff like that for a $60 game you already bought. And that sucks to have ad-supported stuff in your game that you already spent the full price for. What's even worse, in my opinion, is this all, ha- this all came out two weeks after the release of the game. So what that means is people went out and bought a game based off of reviews for a game that did not have this many ads. Then when the game was out for two weeks, all of a sudden they, they literally said they turned it on and the ads started rolling in. And so you would imagine that oh, the next you know season or whatever, Batman comes out. Then all of a sudden you got Batman ads in your game. What are your thoughts on, on that? And do you think they did it because of the reviews? Jonathan, what are your thoughts, man?
2: Yeah, I think that's definitely, I mean, they could probably say, Oh, we just do it based on what's hot right now, what we want to promote or whatever. And mm-hmm. that's, that's your product, and that's your right to advertise however you want. But understand, if I was a consumer of EA games, I would just okay. I'm not gonna buy an EA product because I'm gonna assume it is cram packed with advertising that's just gonna annoy the hell out of me, and I'm not gonna watch that no more. I'll I'll buy anybody else's game. But I, I think that's a major kick to their their product quality, and I I wouldn't support it if I was a consumer of their game specifically.
0: Right, right. What do you, what do you think, of Tweaks?
1: See, I'm actually uh, – it depends on how the ads are. I haven't played UFC 4 yet. Um, I played 3. I don't really plan on playing 4, to be honest. But um, if the ads feel like they're not in the way or you have to click out of them and whatnot, then I feel like we're finally – we're watching a UFC fight like if it was really on TV live. Yeah. So I could really understand if you're trying to put me in that feeling. But if you're shoving it in my face to where like, okay, let me press X to get out of the way or – you know if it's like an obstacle then i have an issue with it um i'm sure of course like the boys or whatever the heck they're just paying money to ea of course um to put these ads up but maybe if you look at it in a way where it actually does feel like you're watching a fight on pay-per-view might not be as bad but ea has been fucking up lately for sure they're screwing up my madden yeah because i haven't bought madden yet because all the horrible reviews for it Mm-hmm. And it's the one meta that has Lamar Jackson on the cover. This is bullshit. Yeah. so I should have bought that day one, but I heard all the horrible reviews so far.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I feel like if you want to put a bunch of ads in something, that's totally cool, but you shouldn't be charging 60 bucks for it. I mean, you can do a, a free download game that, that can have tons of ads in it. And that would pay for the game and have, you know, DLCs afterwards or something like that. And you make money on the marketing, but instead you pay, you know, 60 bucks up front and then you still have, all this advertising shoved in your face. I think that's just that's them trying to make money on both sides and that's not right.
0: It does feel like double dipping to me as well. But there is a uh, there is a few people that have been mentioning the fact that it it actually feels more like a UFC game or UFC match because of the ads. There you go. Um this was something that came up in our Discord, so we have a lot of people that that join the Discord and then uh, things will come up like this and then they'll debate about it and stuff like that. And that actually was what surprised me. I didn't think about that at first, but Discord had mentioned that as well. The fact that it does feel more realistic that way. Um, We have a statement from EA. Let me go ahead and get this one out there. It is abruptly clear from from your feedback that integrating ads into replay and overlay experiences is not welcomed. The advertisements have been disabled by the team, and we apologize for any disruption in gameplay that the players may have experienced. We realize that this should have been communicated with players ahead of time, and that's on us. We want to make sure that our players have the best possible experience playing EA Sports UFC 4. So ad integration in the replay and overlay experiences uh, will not be reappearing in the future. Thank you for your continued feedback, blah, 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 blah. So um, that seems to be a good point. Like they didn't convey that there will be ads in this game. And that's one of the reasons I'm upset about this is because the reviews came out for this game already. And it's not like, oh, you guys turn on the ads. Well, let me go back and fix my reviews to from 5 to 4 or something like that because of ads. Uh it, it just and then all suddenly just like you turn on the game it's you know two weeks after you're already on the game you're gonna turn it on and play some more ufc here comes a bunch of ads it's like what the hell i didn't i didn't see this about it this or i didn't buy it for this um so that just feels a little bit shady i think if you're gonna throw ads in the game be clear about it hey you know what there's, there's gonna be ads in this game and if i'm still on board i'll purchase the game don't surprise me with them so i main thing. yeah and they shouldn't change them after
2: the reviews too like you're saying yeah. like that's kind of now it's already been reviewed so high, and then it in the ads are going to change continuously as well. So,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame, and and it's you know they they got the backlash on this one. It'll be in the it'll, it will be in UFC five. It guarantee it. It's EA. EA's always been really you know profits first. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of another one, one of these big developers, uh, we got UB, uh, Ubisoft's Forward was this week. Uh, this is where Ubisoft show all, shows off all some of their games. It was kind of like the E three replacement. Uh, So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of go over some of the big stuff here. Let me know what you guys think and want to talk about, okay? Uh, We've started things off with the – it was a few hours before the live stream, actually. Uh, CEO Yves Goulamont, uh, he sent out an apology video talking about how toxic some of his employees have been and uh, some underrepresentation within the company. So they said that they're going to be working on that, and uh, they they went ahead and they're throwing some funds towards different causes – to try to help with this and stuff like that. We'll keep an eye on this and see if they actually do follow through. Um, it's it's their own employees that are voicing their opinion on this too, that are like really like from the inside saying, you guys need to fix this kind of stuff. And that's pretty cool that the employees are the ones that are stepping forward on this. So we will follow up on this as they make their changes and let you guys know the exact numbers once those come through. All right. So for some of the big announcements, I think the biggest one was Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time is getting a remake. These are really great games. Uh, they're... The reason I really liked them is because they were kind of the reason Assassin's Creed exists. They were, Assassin's Creed was actually going to be a uh, Prince of Persia game, but then, you know, like, well, it's funny to kill people this way, and they ended up making it its own franchise. But the games were really like parkour heavy and stuff like that, and Assassin's Time is really good because if you make a mistake, you just rewind time and you do it again. It got a tie-in movie and stuff like that. Did you guys play any of the Prince of Persia's back in the day, Squeaks?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, the one I played was Sands Sands of Time, so it's kind of nice to to get a real remake, and hopefully it is like a real remake and not just something that's upgraded HD graphic, you know, yeah. HD. Uh, so it'd be nice to get a uh, a full on rescale of the game. So that's actually yeah one of my favorite things that was mentioned about the uh, Ubisoft.
0: Yeah, it does look like it's quite a big step forward, so I think it is a full remake.
1: Good. Um, okay.
0: Yeah, Jonathan, did you have a chance to play into the Sands of Times? Or I mean, the no, I've been. I watched you play one of, I
2: think, the first Prince Persia. Yeah. Uh, But I think that was it.
0: Okay. Yeah, so that'll be cool to see. Uh, You know, keep bringing back our favorites, guys. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Moving on to the next thing here. We have a a new DLC coming up for uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Red Patriots is the name of the DLC. Just more fun stuff going on on Breakpoint. Uh, I, myself, am a Wildlands fan. It's always one of the first games I suggest to people, so... If you guys want to play a Ghost Recon game that's cheaper and, in my opinion, far better, go to Wildlands. It's amazing because they took Wildlands and they're like, "Well, let's let's add some of the Division in there and make Breakpoint." And it's like, no, it was great when they were separate games. You don't have to combine the two. Uh, we have another game, a new one called Agos, a game of space. Uh, was pretty interesting. We have a couple. We have Four Honor Resistance. Squeaks, you're a big Four Honor fan. Yeah,
1: I was just gonna say I'm so excited to see something new coming for Four Honor. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I can always go back to this game. I love this game. Um, yeah. The trailer I wasn't really impressed with because I'm like, okay, what's re- it's just a cartoon trailer. And, but yeah. one thing that really uh, shook at me a little bit was that this, this something new is coming uh, just like next week. Yeah. Um. So I'm really excited. I'll probably hop back on it Um. and check out whatever whatever's coming out really.
0: If you hop on it, will you be streaming it by chance?
1: Mm, I can. There we go. <laughs>
0: so uh we'll have to we'll have to hammer out the details on that but you guys might be able to see some for honor resistance that game is awesome it's like really oh, beautiful yeah. too they do such a good job with like your surroundings and stuff like that i'm in it it's really cool i love it uh jonathan we're shooting you over to you for this one hyperspace hack runner mode are you still playing hyperspace at all it's hyperscape but hyperscape. no I, I played
2: it uh in the beta but i haven't played it since yeah it's been a little while
0: okay so we're getting this new hack runner mode for it uh this game to me doesn't seem like it's taking off. You know, I've heard good things about it from those who do play it. It just doesn't feel like there's a lot of people discovering it. I think they need to do a better job of advertising. Um, but yeah. Just Dance 2021, uh, I'm getting the collector's edition of this one. I cannot wait to be dancing nice. in my living room.
1: <laughs> you get uh, an extra playlist or uh, something right, yeah. for the collector's edition? Basically <laughs> what they did,
0: they actually just released a video showing all the new songs. And it's like, okay, I, you guys really madden this up or you just changed the numbers on the jerseys. And charge 60 bucks every year for it. Uh, We have Far Cry VR. I was excited when I heard about this project. Uh, But what it is, it's actually like a company that's going to be roaming around that you'd go visit. And they have a Far Cry game where you go into their room and you play with their VR. And even then, it still is this pet peeve of mine when you're playing VR. And you see the floating gun ahead of you. And it just feels... Like, how does that... That's not immersive to me. That seems like it would take me out of the game. So I wish it was like a Far Cry actual vr version of the game that i can play it's far cry 3 which you know for a lot of people is the best one um it might be a step in the right direction it's a AAA name but you know i don't know it's one of those things where it's like can you guys just throw in a vr setting on far cry then the rest of us can be happy i don't
2: know and why would they show a floating gun and not show arms yeah it's What's just, the benefit of that? A it's a
0: really weird like thing though, or
1: that you're like floating hands or whatever
0: a lot of vr games do that yeah they show like the floating yeah. hands or something like that instead of the arms that would connect them I don't play VR much so it's hard for me to justify why that's the case you guys know Squeaks you play in VR at all to know why they do that
1: I, I have no clue I think it's just the style of the game they want because we had um have, uh, the Half-Life game that's floating hands yeah, also Alex, isn't it uh, yeah I think it's yeah. floating hands yeah so if you're you know, a listener, I can't think why they do that I don't know if it's supposed yeah. to be because you're supposed to feel like your arms are there but that'd be weird why not have arms because connected because your to controllers are, always, are just on your hands so yeah. I don't know I don't know I don't know why they do that
0: so if you're a listener and you're a big avid VR player, let us know on Twitter, uh, hit us up on all the places you can social in our Discord too. And you're a big VR guy, let us know why do they do that? That's a good question. We'll have to look into that because that's a, it's so weird to me. It just it's disjointing. Uh, we have the summit coming for Division Two. That looks pretty good. And then the game that I'm most excited for was this Mortal uh, Phoenix Rising, and it's this uh, kind of like you're you're a person who lands into a Olympia style place right where you have like all these greek gods and stuff like that and you're roaming around it feels very open world and um you have it looks like a, it looks like a classic rpg the art style is very age friendly where it's going to last a long time kind of like see of thieves it's kind of this cartoonish art style it's going to last really well and uh i just like the idea of like exploring uh olympic gods and uh monsters and taking them down it, it kind of has, like, everything for me. It sounds, it sounds like Monster Hunter with Shadows of Colossus and, like, all these really cool things wrapped into one. Fuck, Greek you, just turned
1: me, you just turned me on putting those two <laughs> together in one game. Thank <laughs> so, God.
0: And it seems to be everybody's favorite, too. Although, I will say, IGN, they, they are saying they are promotions. But now they're just randomly sharing pictures from their trailer. And I, I like to do that, like, once. Like, oh, here's some really cool stills from the new trailer. But, like, every day IGN's been sharing them. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're getting paid by you know uh, ubisoft to share these and it's like oh my god guys it's a little cheap but um i think that's probably the the game i'm most excited for we uh we found out that scott pilgrim versus the world the entire collection is coming out the game this is a side scroller i've been beanie to play this have you had a chance to play this anybody
1: no i never really been interested in playing it i think i was okay with just watching the movie and be satisfied there <laughs>
0: right yeah I, but when i'm watching the gameplay it kind of reminds me of when you and me played streets of rage so I thought maybe we should okay. play this and yeah, give it a sure. shot, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm down to play any side scroller for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: Then we have Watchdog Legion. They announced that Stormzy's joining them. He's there. That's a London rapper that's going to be joining the team. Uh, they actually went to the public of London. And was asking like, who would you guys want to see tied into this game? Stormzy was was a big call, so he's joining the team. The last game that I think I am going to be buying is Riders Republic. This looks like a realistic version of Fall Guys, where you're riding. So let me just kind of accept this premise, what they showed in the trailer. You're going down a mountain, you're alongside 99 other bikers going down a mountain, trying to get to the end, and just like see if you don't crash. It's that kind of premise, kind of like a Fall Guys. It just looks really fun. There's snowboarding, there's all kinds of different regular activities, but they just throw yes. in a ton of people with you on the mountain to make it harder. Uh, it looks yeah, like I saw there's uh, skydiving too. Skydiving? Right? Okay. <laughs>
2: it's gonna be yeah, that was going to be fun. That looks like it's the funnest because you're literally, you know, they got the little flying squirrel suit or whatever, and you're like, Flying, but just above the mountaintops of, yeah. like, uh, dodging trees
0: and stuff. And I'm sure those are not meant to touch each other. Like, if two people hit each other with one of those things, it's just, like, spiral out of control and crash into a mountain. <laughs> so right. that would be a lot of fun. Uh, it kind of reminded me of the old... What was that called? Like, 1080? Remember the old snowboarding games? Oh, that? oh man. Those oh, were man.
1: awesome. Yeah. Those
0: are classics. So it kind of reminded me of that. Man. Uh, okay. So, yeah, that was Ubisoft's, uh, Forward. We have... I don't want to announce too much right now, but we are working with, uh a pretty outstanding creator uh, bringing an additional show to to the podcast. Uh, Their first episode, I won't give too much detail. We're actually going to be doing an episode interview episode with them. So you guys can hear more about them. But the first episode will be a deep dive on Ubisoft and some of their business practices and stuff like that. So I'm excited to share that with you guys. Uh, Look more, look forward to more content coming off this channel. it will be really cool. All right. uh, Last. Yeah. Well, the next big thing Uh, we have a lot of recent announcements from Xbox now you guys voted and I'm getting a PS 5 first, right? But I think I'm getting an Xbox right afterwards, man. Cause so many good <laughs> things came out about the Xbox. I'm right really excited about The next this. day. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, let's talk about some of the, the, the big ones here. We now have confirmation of the Xbox series S it's going to be priced at only $299. That's the price of the original Xbox. Like the old one, uh, the deal so it's a great deal but it comes at a cost because it won't have the raw power of the xbox series x matter of fact you're moving from 12 teraflops on the series x down to four teraflops on the uh, xbox s and then even worse is it can't do 4k gaming it does 1440p so who is this for that's my question to you guys who do you guys think would be buying this game what do you think squeaks which who's buying the series s
1: I'm not going to be with the obvious answers. I'm going to say these are for people like me that are going to buy the PS5. and going to spend the money there Mm -hmm. that want to play. I mean, I know Halo and Gears of War might come on PC, whatever. But if this is like, okay, I don't need the best out of my Xbox right now because I have my PS5, I have my computer. So this might be someone for someone like me that wants, say, if there are exclusives only on the console only and not on PC, that I do want to play it, but I don't want to do it at a cost of $500.
0: Yeah. I didn't think about that, yeah. but that's a good idea. It's like, yeah. it's kind of like how the Switch is. Everybody talks about yeah. like, oh, which which video game system do you have? Like, well, I have a Switch and.
1: So it yeah, might be exactly. a Series
0: S and, you know?
1: Yeah, because it might not be like that whole uh, 8K and supposed to be like up to 4K. But I mean, if it, if it looks something really pretty and it's not my main console or anything that I'm on, then I can see myself buying that, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Especially when you think yeah. about like they're moving into the Azure cloud thing, Project X Cloud. So a lot of that's just mm. going to be streamed anyway. So it's not like it needs to be hardcore heavy on the machine itself because they plan on you streaming the game yeah who do you thinks buying this challenge
2: yeah I think it's more the casual gamer so like for me I like to play more PC games now mm-hmm. uh, but even when I was really playing console games more I wouldn't be super competitive I'm not getting on every night and fighting for certain scores or nothing like that you just get on play a few rounds of whatever you're into at the time and get off and move on so I'm sure there's. A, I know there's a lot of you know hardcore competitive console gamers out there. Yeah. Um, but for everybody else that just wants to play casually and having the super sharpest you know graphics or the highest possible response time isn't really that critical, then you save 200 bucks by just getting a little bit smaller unit. So, yeah. I think I think it'll sell good. I I imagine we'd probably see a lot more uh, Series S sales in the Series X.
0: Yeah, I, I think it might surprise us, and this is where I think it's going to sell well, is this is going to be the kids' console. So yeah. um, you're thinking, that, like, say I had kids. I would buy the Series X for myself, but then the kids are like, well, oh, I want to play you know, Fortnite. Okay, you'll get the Series S for your room. It's cheaper, so you know how kids can be destructive. You're not as heartbroken when they break it. And they're basically just going to be playing Fortnite while you're playing. You want to see the And it's still going to have its ray tracing. It's still going to have a lot of those things uh, that... that you know HDR support and stuff like that, but it's not going to have that raw power that maybe is mostly important to me because I see those things, but the kids don't care. So I think this is going to be really good—the kids' room console. And you might see like multiple versions of the Xbox within one home. You have the Series X, and then you have a couple Series S's maybe. So I think that's where it's going to come in. It—it it was weird because when this came out at first, I was like, "Well, nobody's going to buy something that's that low in the teraflops." But then as time came on, I was like, "Oh no, this is this is Nintendo's plan. They're using Nintendo's plan for this."
2: Do you guys think that these, uh, being released at different times like this, you know, only knowing of the $500 Series X first, and then later finding out, oh no, there will be a cheaper version. Do you think that was a good idea in like marketing standpoint that, you know, now if you weren't going to get a Series X cause it's so expensive, now you're like, oh crap, now mind. I can get an Xbox for almost half the price. Maybe it is worth getting.
1: Well, we had the cheaper, cheaper version came out first with the price, correct? And then, uh... Did, then they yeah. confirmed it a couple days after that it was the expensive uh, one but I think that was expected I yeah I think that was expected anyway though um, if anything I think it's opening eyes like what uh, Frank was saying um, to explore the option more of getting the cheaper version for those reasons for um, so yeah I don't know I think it's on I think that's where we're at with it really
0: yeah I, I think you're yeah I think you're right though because well the thing we had too is it got leaked first.
1: The images got leaked nah, and then yeah, they were kind of forced yeah.
0: to confirm it. But we we were in this weird standoff yeah. of who's going to pull the gun first and who's going to, you know, because all of a sudden now PlayStation announced their event, but it was long after Xbox announced their stuff because everybody's trying to compete each other with prices. And I think at a certain point, Xbox was like, look, there's too many stills that are out there that shows our system. Let's just release it. Let's try to get ahead of this. Um, yeah, it, it was really interesting. How? To, why did they not announce the Series S the same day they announced the Series X? Were they trying to boast power first? Yeah, it's a real, it's interesting situation because if you look at the PS5 uh, with the digital version and regular version, it's the same hardware inside. It's just the disc tray is different. And so, no. yeah, that's a whole different thing there too.
1: But I wonder actually now that John said that about um, the pricing, I'm curious now if they were going to release the Series X first. PlayStation comes out with their... This is obviously if nothing was leaked. PlayStation will come out with theirs and be like, oh, by the way, we have a... One that's not as strong, but it only at $300, you know, after they announced that PlayStation yeah. price, you know, that would have been kind of cool, slap in their face, really. Yeah. 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 I don't but know. we'll never know because it was leaked.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so. that's the thing. The leak really messed things up. So it's kind of, it'd be nice to talk to Phil Spencer and you're like, so what happened with that? What was the plan of this thing?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I kind of think that they just wanted people to talk about how much more powerful they knew it was going to be more powerful than the PlayStation. They wanted to talk about how much more powerful it was in the PlayStation before anything got out yeah i don't know well it's interesting so just call we'll, up
1: phil he'll join he will join our podcast just yeah. call up phil he'll join our podcast yeah we got room on
0: this we'll move we'll move over your camera over <laughs> and we'll get phil spencer his camera i think it's perfect uh we have a release date for both systems coming out november 10th you can grab the series x for 4.99 and the series s for 2.99 pre order start september 22nd so head your guys to GameStop see if you can keep them alive uh, we also found out this is something that's really cool. Xbox All Access is being expanded to the next generation. So, for those of you guys who are not familiar with the Xbox All Access, uh, the way it works is you lock into a two-year contract. You pay, I think it's right now it's twenty bucks for the Xbox One. You pay twenty bucks a month. What that provides you is an Xbox One, and uh, you have to have Game Pass the entire time. So it's it's a pretty good deal. When you do the math on it, you actually kind of just you're paying the right price for everything. But you don't have to put up any money up front. You just have the systems coming your way. They said that it'll be $29.99 for the Series S. We don't know what the price will be for the next one. So for $30 a month, you get Game Pass, which is, you know, the base version of Game Pass is $10. Let's assume it's that one. And then you're spending $20 a month over the next two years for your Xbox. It comes out to about the right price for everything. Another way to compete against PlayStation. Because like you were saying, Squeaks, buy the PS5 game you know all access to your xbox so that you're getting the xbox you're just spending 30 bucks a month you're good to go and you get the game pass games too so uh, that's a great library right there
1: yeah xbox is just killing it to just try to make everything they do consumer-friendly when it comes yeah. to like the ecosystem that they're trying to do um uh with keeping all your games on like a steam steam kind of version or whatever mm-hmm. uh to even now paying for it um the physical obviously the hardware to make it easier for the people to, I mean, afford one. So they don't have to drop 500 bucks at, a, at one time. Yeah. So it's super smart.
0: Yeah. And then we had the thing too, where you got to think that they're selling all these consoles at a loss. Right. But if you're looking at the software part of the war, if you have an Xbox sitting there that you're, you're doing with the all access and you have the PlayStation five that, you know, Oh, it's amazing. But then like, you want to get the new Madden coming out and uh, this kind of ties into the next thing coming up. Or the new Madden's coming out, and you can get it through Game Pass for free because you're already paying the 30 bucks a month. Or I can buy it, I get it on the Xbox, or I can get it on the PlayStation, but I gotta go spend 60 bucks. I mean, come on, for the most part, you're probably gonna play it on your Xbox. Because then you, you, know, they they win out that way because more people are playing the actual game on their systems. So then all the microtransactions, like say I want to buy good players, because of course it's an EA game, so I can do that. I do it through the Xbox, and then the chunk that Microsoft gets goes towards Microsoft instead of it going towards Sony. So I, I think they're playing the long con on this and they see how the wins are going, how people are treating mobile games and freemium games and stuff like that. And they're really kind of leaning into it. And I think the consumers are the ones that are going to win out. Uh, they seem to be doing things the right way. That leads into the last bit here uh, real quick. I'll just mention this so we have it when we're doing comparisons. Uh, EA Play is joining Game Pass Ultimate. So Game Pass Ultimate is the $20 version where you have the uh, Xbox Live included and it's on PC as well. So EA Play, basically all the EA library, essentially, all the new stuff coming out, it joins the as well. So your Madden's, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, Skate 3, they're all on there and just made the Game Pass that much better. It's just really outstanding price now. Uh, I think I think Xbox and we're not really looking at console wars anymore, but they're definitely PlayStation is shook from this. Let's say it that way. I think they're doing things the right way. Any other comments about Xbox before we head out?
1: No, it's just the PlayStation better bring it, though. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: they got a lot yeah. to do Xbox. I was going to say,
2: I, I think the, the way they're doing that with the uh, Xbox where you pay a subscription for it is smart because we've seen that successful with uh, phones. And, yes. And like your like Xfinity router and stuff like that. But uh, the main thing, I mean, a cell phone is 800 bucks or 1000 bucks nowadays, but you go buy a new phone at AT&T or, or Verizon or whoever, uh, they'll just tack that onto your bill and you pay an extra 20 bucks, $25, $30 a month and you get this new $1,000 phone, but they got you locked in. That's what they wanted was that month-to-month subscription. So I think that's a really smart idea because a lot of people probably don't buy a video game console because it is, you know, three or $500 purchase. And especially if you're just getting it for kids to play games every once in a while, uh, that's probably not worth it for most households. Uh, but yeah, if you could just lock it in like your your you know addition to your phone bill or your Netflix account or something like that it's a 20 25 a month uh, commitment then that's really uh, really not that much so I think that's really smart uh, Microsoft's uh, side to be doing that kind of stuff
0: yeah that's really smart um we have some breaking news we don't have breaking news oh. often squeaks when you, nice. you want to report this one
1: uh <laughs> yeah sure <if> it's the <laughs> same stuff <laughs> I think the prices are actually uh, 35 dollars for 24 months of Xbox all access um, yeah, that was it, right? That's, that's with the, the Series
0: X version. That's the important Series X. Part. So it's yeah, five dollars yeah. more for the Series yeah. X version than it is for the Series yeah. S version.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. an outstanding at, deal. At that point, at that point, it's almost like for the parents. Uh, you know, you were talking about the parents and the kids. You're like, okay, I'm just gonna spend less. Well, if you get on that plan, what's really the point of you getting the cheaper version now, right? For five dollars more, I mean, yeah. just don't go to Starbucks for one day. You know? Oh, that's but it's pumpkin
0: spice. Right now, oh, shit. So, yeah, it's the it's wrong
1: <laughs> the wrong season to drop this Xbox out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait till July when they're doing the unicorn stuff. Yeah, this is the time. Yeah, right.
1: god. <laughs> so, that, makes, right. that was gross.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Last bit of news, let's get this one out. Ongoing Apple issues. Uh, they changed some of the rules to allow for the game streaming services. So you're talking about the Project X Cloud, the stadia, but there's a huge caveat to this thing. Uh they can allow, they're going to allow the system, the Stadia, say, we'll just keep using Stadia for this. They'll allow Stadia, but whenever you want to play a game through Stadia, you have to download a separate app that is that game that that has also gone through the review process and also has like its own reviews and everything like that onto onto your phone to stream it through. Then they'll say like, oh, we're going to allow you guys to use Stadia as like the catalog, but it has to have its own separate app. What do you guys think? To me, this seems like it's just not going to work. There's no way that, you know, they're gonna allow you like to just sit there and download PUBG streaming version, and you know it's like it's so much extra work just for Apple users. I don't imagine this working. What do you think, Jonathan?
2: Yeah, I don't see much benefit to it. I mean, they're trying to meet in the middle and and satisfy the developers. It sounds like, but that just doesn't seem like it's gonna benefit the consumer hardly at all, if at all. Yeah. So I don't think it's really gonna be
0: worth anybody's hassle. Seems very odd to me. What do you think, Sweeks?
1: I think it seems like it's a uh, being something that's being forced on the consumer as kind of, we were talking about the Facebook gaming where you're forced to have Facebook. It just feels like another one of those. Yeah. Um, why do I have to download different things just to play whatever? Yeah. You know?
0: We'll see where this goes. I think Apple's in, you know, I'm starting with Apple on a lot of things. Don't get me wrong, but I think they're going to have to change their ways a little bit more dramatically than this. Like one of the big reasons they're doing this is so that you can review each game separately And my argument was, no, just have it to where they have to go on the website and check. Like, I want these games to be on my list. Then you're fine. Stream it through that one app. Um, You can still take your 30% cut on stuff, whatever. Uh, We'll have to see what happens. But it does show Apple is willing to change some rules. Because at first, they were not willing to change anything. So hopefully, this does show that they're willing to bend a little bit. And we can see something going forward. Uh, So can we
1: say that Epic kind of shook them a little bit?
0: I, this doesn't. So this is a whole separate thing. This is
1: actually starting yeah, before know, But Epic. still, I mean, change, somewhat change of heart. You know, We
0: haven't seen much on the Epic thing except for Epic tried to go to court and say like... Because they, they ended up getting the restraining order okayed for some stuff. And then Epic said like, well, can you guys okay for them to start downloading the apps again while we fight in court so that at least people can enjoy the next season of Fortnite? The courts said no. Apple said you guys can't be on there. You can't be on there. That's still within their rights. And then Apple said to really kind of turn that knife is now users can no longer log into Fortnite through Apple, through phones. So now, even if you already had Fortnite on your phone and you wanted to play the old seasons, you can't even do that because you can't log in onto Fortnite through your phone. Mm. So they're really, it's they're heating Bastards. up, they're heating up. <laughs> it's Fortnite, and one thing I like is Epic's kind of being this like cute little like, oh, we got a cool commercial, yada da And mm. Apple's like, uh, no, <laughs> you're getting banned. Yeah. Like they got the, the development tool thing overturned, but they're just like, oh, that's cute that you guys came up with a commercial. Here's a new stance. You guys can't do this. Here's it's like, oh shit. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it's it's heating up between these two, and it's just like, let them fight. Well, the consumers will win in the end. So we'll see how it happens. It's pretty messy. All right, that's it for the news, guys. uh What are you guys gonna be watching in the future? I'm gonna be talking real quick about. I'm excited for Overwatch right now. We got the playoffs. San Francisco just won, and they're moving over to Korea now to to go to the big game. Uh, so it's pretty exciting. So I'm going to be watching a lot of esports this week. It's going to be a really good time for esports. And then today we have uh, football's back, NFL's back. So uh, I have a game to be watching at 5. I'm real excited about that one. <laughs> what are you guys going to be watching? Squeaks, let's start with you, man.
1: Uh, football, of course. Keeping up with the Overwatch as well. Um, but I'm finally diving into the boys. Uh, okay. I'm a little yeah. late on it. So uh, Jonathan's laughing. I was, pro- was going to say the
2: same thing. So we oh, went to the yeah. movies last night we saw uh, New Mutants before it was a really good trailer for the boys season two <laughs> so i was like you know what i i gotta give it a shot i just from hearing you tell me some of the story i didn't really like it to start with but then after seeing the production quality of the show it's yeah, like yeah. oh man and that, they just did a really good job with the trailer so i'm like ah, i gotta i gotta give it a shot i gotta check it out
0: outstanding production quality i will say that for sure yeah. uh so Jonathan, are you gonna be watching anything particular or is it just most of the boys
2: yeah it's just that i mean okay. i'm and yeah, I around through Netflix watching old stuff again, but nothing other than that particularly. So hit us up with like a five minute
0: or less review of
2: New Mutants. All right. Um, so overall, I thought it was a pretty good movie, but it did not feel like a X-Men movie. It wasn't okay. a superhero class movie. It felt more like I Am Number Four, if you remember that oh, movie. wow.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah,
2: Coming of yeah age, kind of I a good think. action-packed, a little bit of superpower, teen drama kind of movie. I see. Um, I expected more of a horror feel just from the trailers. It didn't have much, which is kind of nice. It was a little bit scary, mm. uh, mainly because of one of the girls' powers. But um, it it wasn't that sh- the Shining kind of movie. Yeah. Um, but I really did like some of the characters. There was one. There's there's five main main characters. Uh, one of them was a a guy that was playing like a southern boy whose dad was a coal miner and stuff. He was just okay but his accent was way too thick and I think that kind of messed up the movie a little bit. Okay. Um uh, and I don't remember his name. I I missed the first like 2 minutes the end, the beginning of the movie. Uh, so I didn't know most of people's names. Um but the other characters were really good especially this girl her uh, her name is Alana Ras- Alania Rasputin something. Like that. Mm-hmm. Uh but her character is magic and she was really cool she kind of plays the bully of the group yeah uh but just watching this made me want to see a whole backstory movie about her would be awesome is she the one so that can watching... pull
0: a sword out that can bring out a sword yeah okay.
2: yeah yeah so uh maybe we can add a link to i watched the um it was either looper yeah i think it was a looper video that explains her backstory mm-hmm. and it was really cool she'd be such a good marvel character to make a separate movie on but she pretty much has the ability to create uh, portals to jump in and out from this other dimension. Uh, but it, at some point she had got like pulled in by some demon and she was kept, she, her friend, you know, one of the other, because she was an X-Men mm-hmm. uh, previously in the comic series, not in this movie. Right. Um, but then she was like right away pulled back from that dimension, but she all of a sudden aged seven years. So she spent seven years uh, serving that demon and he was training her to be like a assassin or something like that. Um, so when she came back, then she had the ability to armor herself and some some of that sword. That's cool. And now she has like a pet dragon. In the in the movie, she has a pet dragon that sits on her shoulder when she brings on that power. Uh, so just really cool backstory. But if you check out that Looper video too, it explains Looper. they have one for each of the characters, explains them in better detail. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think overall the movie was pretty good. I'd give it maybe a B plus. Oh wow, that's pretty Dang.
1: good. That's kind of high for yeah. what everybody else says as, as about. Long
2: as, as long as you expect, it's not going to be an X Men movie. It is more like. I am number four, one of those teens. That's a big you know, plus for it to not be an not,
0: X-Men movie right now for me.
2: <laughs> they haven't been. Yeah, great not quite like quite yeah. light, but definitely, uh, you know, not a regular superhero movie. Okay. It was pretty good. I
0: liked it. So, um, Looper is a good source. Uh, that's a good suggestion for you people. I'm going to also suggest variant cause I'm not familiar with new mutants either, but I watched mm. variants thing. Um, so that's a really good YouTube channel as well. That'll kind of give you backstories on characters. Uh, they do one thing I really like that they do is cause it's hard to keep up with comic books, guys. There's just so many that come out. I'm currently reading the Avatar ones, which are years old, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh yeah, but there's also this new stuff. Um, so they'll take certain, especially Batman ones, and they'll just kind of like run through the story of what's going on with the current Batman comics or whatever to keep you up to date. So Variant's really good. Looper's very good uh, to kind of keep you guys up to date. Those are those are solid, solid places. Um, yeah. All right. So B+, plus that's pretty high praise for that. After your C- minus for Mulan, I thought you were going to go rough on this one too. <laughs>
2: and the only... only thing i really can complain about was the uh one of the characters his accent he's trying to do a southern accent and it was just way too thick way too forced and it just kind of broke his character a little bit but yeah. other than that they did they did pretty good how was the CGI on the demon bear it was good it was yeah that, i guess i should have mentioned that to that <laughs> the demon bear at the end the trying to tame him and stop him and stuff it felt a lot like uh the final scene from moana that's at least what the <laughs> yeah. my, my wife was saying while we're watching it. it's like yeah, it's a little little cheap too, but it was still, it was pretty cool. It was good overall.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, that's good God, stuff. You know uh, what? You know what? Real quick. The, I've been recently hearing a lot of people talking shit on Moana lately. Who's talking that's shit like, about Moana? Dude, I was listening. Uh, someone was just telling me how they think she's just a fucking crybaby the whole time. And then she always wanted her way and she never was like, screw everyone else, basically. And I was, I was like, I'm going to okay. watch this again because some of it kind of made sense a little bit. But now when you said the cheap fight scene at the end of Moana, I'm like, son of a bitch. What is up with all these people talking shit on Moana?
2: Man, <laughs> one of the best no, it's soundtracks. like the same kind of thing where you have to return the heart of Tahiti or whatever to, <laughs> to tame the monster inside. <laughs> Bust and all and the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, The heart of Rafiki. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Something like that. All right, guys. Uh, so New Mutants, pretty good grade. I'll have to check that out. Uh, but that's it for us this week, guys. We appreciate you hanging out. Those on the stream as well uh we have a new emmys coming out this week we are using discord to kind of pull the names for that so you guys are welcome to Cordis, join us in discord um and we also have a new merch shop coming up pretty soon it's going to be extended and more awesome than before i'm uh, working with a new company on this so it won't be Redbubble; it'll be a whole new company but yeah so a lot of stuff coming out guys again thank you for listening and those in india you guys are amazing i really kick them butt over there it's amazing uh but that is it and we'll see you guys next week